in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. Welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. I'm Brian McKinney. I'm sitting to the left of the yin to my yang. The grateful. <laughs> the grateful. Glenn Stansberry. Glenn, it's Thanksgiving. It is. I, I'm grateful yeah. to be here. As am I. I, I. I am too. I'm very grateful. This side of the topsoil? Uh, yeah, that's always a good thing. Yeah. It's always a good way to start the day. Yes. Um, we just watched my beloved Wildcats mm. fell to the disastrous... Wildcats. Terrible Wildcats. Yes. Of Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of disappointed about that. But I'm going to move on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to power through. We have uh, liquid uh, uh, ailment. We have liquid... Or not... Uh, liquid ju- jubilation. Jubilation, that's right. Oh, but uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves, Brian. Yeah, we are. Yeah, oh. I should, I've, uh, I've let the cat out of the bag on that one, uh, Glenn. Uh, but, so yeah, let's... I'm going to like power right through this so we can get right to... Mm-hmm. The right, you know, the drink of the week, the number, the the, the number, <laughs> the mind number, uh, <clears throat> Glenn. So we, you're a grateful guy, mm. you know. Uh, what I'm a grateful guy too because we're both co-founders of a site called gentleman.com. That's correct. Uh, gentleman.com is uh, it's what well, it's it's the it's like the Amazon.com of manly content. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right, like exactly. it's like the one-stop shopping place. You can get your you know, all kinds of manly content on gentleman.com. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, if you need that, you're just your day-to-day manly, you mm-hmm. can get that. If you needed like a a inspiration for your life right. manly, right. you can get that. Anything you want. Oh, if you're out and about and you're like, oh, I got that manly, that manly thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you think about it and you go and research it, it's going right. to be on gentleman. Gentleman.com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So, that if you, but if you, if you're culling through the inner force of the Amazon, and you you run to the end of it, you know. Maybe you're, you're up against the border. You know, I don't know where that is. It's a stranger in a strange land. You're mm. up against the border of the Amazon. Mm. Dot com, and you <laughs> need to go a little bit further. Okay. If you're, you know, if you want to push further, Glenn, if you mm. want to take it to the next level, you can head on over to podcast.gentleman.com where we delve into the inner workings of gentleman.com. You take a deep dive mm, into do. the Amazon forest, and sometimes we get our hands dirty. That's right. We don't always come out. Smell like a rose? Oh no, mostly not. Our, our yeah, it's it's uh, it's, a, it's a harrowing experience over podcast.com. But it is a beautiful and useful. It's like going deep experience. into the Amazon to find that one flower. You know that yeah. rare flower, oh, that orchid. Yeah, the the, the, the rare midnight orchid. orchid. <laughs> That's what podcast that <laughs> There's one shining moment. Beautiful flower. <laughs> There's one shining Middle moment. The Amazon and all the hours of the podcast. <laughs> And you might be lucky enough to unearth it. Uh, Don't fall asleep, but it'll be there to, waiting for you. But you've got you've got to you got to put the time in. You got to listen to us <laughs> yabber, you know, jabber on for hours mm-hmm. before you can get that that mm-hmm. one shining moment, Glenn. But it's it, I promise, it's gonna all be worth it once you get there. Um, so anyway, if you're in your if you're in the midst of this journey, you mm-hmm. can uh, if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, if you know, if you're just a normal, average, everyday Joe, you could send us an email to howdy at gentleman dot com. Uh, if you want to do that, I don't know if you really do because it's kind of lame. But if you're if you if yeah. you really want to take control of the situation, if you're an explorer, if you are a go getter, if you are the freaking man, 
then take control of your destiny, take a pen, put it to a piece of paper, and write a letter to Gentleman at P.O. Box 442-305, Lawrence, Kansas, 66044. We will get your letter. We will look at it. We will read it. We will talk about it on the air. And then we're going to put it up on the Gentleman Hall of Fame. That's right. And it's a Wall of Fame, not Hall of Fame. Right. Oh, it's the it's same a, thing. It's not a hall yet. No, but right. pretty much. Couple it's in a hall. Years, yeah. It's in a hallway, mm-hmm. and it's a wall. So yes. it's a, a hall wall of fame. A wall of fame. A wall of fame. The gentleman a wall of fame. I like the sound of that, Brian. I think it's catchy. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's a toe tapper. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, get in touch with us. Uh, HowdyGentleman.com. Right. Go to Twitter, Facebook, blah, 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 if you're lazy. Mm-hmm. P.O. Box 442-305. Lawrence, Kansas, 66044, if you are the freaking man, mm-hmm. get in touch with us that way. Mm-hmm. Come on. Let's get this thing done. Mm-hmm. Send us a letter. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. We'll post it. We'll ruminate ruminate on it. Anything. I don't know. Uh, well, it, 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 it's much more important than just a little email. You and, know? and don't forget a stamp. And a stamp. Yeah, put a stamp on they, that. They too. Won't, they won't U.S. Postal it. Service is very particular They're about sticklers. this. I've tried many times to get one through the... <laughs> Through the cracks and it hasn't worked. So um, keep getting letters back. Point to me. So put a stamp on there. All right, Glenn. So let's kick it off. Let's uh, get into the drink of the week. The drink of the week. Uh, Glenn was so kind to have picked out the drink of the week this week. Uh, this is a. I don't know if we've talked about this brewery before, Glenn. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think we've. I don't think we've had one of these beers I, yet. And this is a weird omission because I feel like this is. A, you know, it's th- pretty common. It's a pretty common brewery. I mean, I've had a bunch of these uh, of of brews from this brewery before, but we haven't talked about this one. I don't think on this podcast. Um, it, it, it'd been a long time ago if we have. Yeah, which is good. Yep. That means we're 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 uh, we're branching out. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're, we just keep moving on. We right. keep trucking on. We keep pushing the boundaries. Uh, and this is continuing our our um, theme of well, it's Christmas beers because we got a lot of work to do. Wow, man. We're running up to Christmas, we only have four weeks. Mm. We're pushing up against the boundaries, man. We've got four more beers to feature, and this is the five to one. So, I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Yes, I, I actually too. I actually had this over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, we would not be reviewing it right now. That's true. That's true. So, uh, so I wanted to. I wanted to. I, I had. An, I had a, a good experience with it, but I wanted Brian to really get his take on it. Plus, I haven't. I have kept my word, and I haven't looked up the the beer on uh, Beersnob.com. So yeah. we're flying blind here, which is so, great. I've actually had this one before, but it, it, I haven't had it since last holiday season. Okay. So my memory is. It, it needs to be jostled. It needs to be. Uh, this this needs to be brought to my forefront again. So, uh, Glenn, I, I I looked up this brewery and I you know as we always do before we sample the beer we mm. want to know where it's coming from before because before you pour something down your throat you should know a little bit about the people yeah. that are pouring it. Right. Um, right. So, anyway, Glenn, uh, a couple things about this beer. Well, the brewery. Uh, I was looking up the story of the brewery and it was I, I was refreshed by mm. the story of the brewery. Okay, this is a Boulder, Colorado brewery. Avery really? Brewing Company. I didn't know that. Another Colorado brewery, you know, I think like uh, 9.5 out of 10 uh, breweries are from Colorado. <laughs> Probably you know? in the Boulder area. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but they didn't have some, like, story about how they came to be about, basically. They, they told the lineage of, uh, basically, the expanding beer units that they used. They said they went from, like, a... They, they had the actual measurements of their beer barrels they said like in 1993 they incorporated um and in 1995 they started with the seven bbl 
Grundy tanks, which I don't know what that what? is. Uh, but then, but then in, in uh, let me see here, Grundy in, tanks, the I'm Grundy tanks, this. the the seven BBLs um, that were replaced by. Uh, let's see. Oh no, no, they started. Well, I'm, I don't know. Oh, they were replaced by thirty BBL tanks uh, later on. And then, in 1997, there were up to 380 BBL unit tanks. So they they tell a whole lineage of their expanding beer supply. Uh, I think 97 was the first year that they did the Jubilation Ale, actually, as well. Hmm, okay. Um, but, you know, and, and now now they're up to uh, two 120 BBL unit tanks? I don't know. So don't the, know. The, the, the unit tanks you're saying are basically the amount of beer that they can make at a time? I believe so. Okay, so they're expanding their operations considerably. Uh, this uh, 2003 doubled their capacity to 8,000 BBL per year. Wow. I don't know what BBL stands for. It must be like the MTS for right. beer production, basically. Hardly used, but really useful. But Yeah, and empirical and scientific at the mm. same time. Uh, anyway, Glenn, this is the uh, the old Jubilation Ale, uh, and I really was impressed by their description of this because not only did they provide a stirring, um, I don't know, I, I was just moved when I read this, okay? Mm. So they, it's their Winter Strong Ale, and it has a gorgeous mahogany hue. I like that word, mahogany, okay? <laughs> right away, you got my attention. Okay. It's a good start. Uh, a hint of hazelnuts. Okay. And a finish reminiscent of mocha and toffee. No spices. Just the perfect blend of five specialty malts. That's what I like to hear. Now, the food pairing is where it really gets interesting. It says, (laughs) Old Jubilation Ale, most fittingly, is comfortable being sipped and quaffed alongside many large cuts of meat you typically find around the holidays. Roast duck, crown roast, rack of lamb, prime rib, herb and honey crusted chicken, and all manner of game birds are great choices. Mm. There you go. They're going to say, like... It is, it is well paired with this, a slab of mahogany. Yeah. Well, you know, all, all good things. Right. All those things are good. So um, I, I'm excited about this. I think uh, they uh, have a great description. Mm. I'm hoping their description now lives up. Does, does this beer live up to that description? We're about to find out. I don't know. Oh, you know what? I didn't pay attention to the price. I bought a couple things. <sighs> Shoot. That's a, that's a major component of the MTS. Boy, that's because this is going to be difficult. Then hold on, let me. Let me oh, call. Yeah, yeah. I can call them. Call them up. Yeah, call up Avery Brewing Company right no, now. No, no, no. I'm going to call up. Uh, oh, you call up the uh, call up the liquor store. Right. It's good. That's a good plan. It's only nine fifteen. They're still probably around here. Okay. Glenn is uh, picking up the phone. He's calling up the liquor store right now to find out because for the MTS scale, we can't. We have to know. We have to know what the, the price was. So okay, yeah. calling up the on the rocks liquor store here in Lawrence, Kansas. This is like a prank call. Hi, yeah. Um, I kind of have an odd question, but how much are you guys selling your uh, Avery Jubilation Ale for? Thank you. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Okay. Bye. Okay. Okay. We eight, got it. Eight ninety nine for a six. Eight ninety nine. Okay. 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 That was important because without that we were episode finished. Oh we man. Might as well just pack it all up and. All right. Well. Right 
screwed the pooch there. Okay, so eight ninety nine is pretty average. Pretty pretty. Yeah, that's on the higher the side. I would say you know I'd say like eight and a half is is average. You know what I mean? Like eight, yeah, okay, you eight fifty slightly on the other of, side of higher. I would say yeah, it's slightly over the bell curve there okay. on the price. So nine bucks. Let's call it what it is. Nine dollars. Mm. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Kind of syrupy a little mm. bit. Malty. Oh yeah. But no spice. No spice. Glenn, eight point mm. three uh alcohol by volume. Yeah, I was gonna say this is this is a little stronger. A little stronger. But right, you can't tell. The road. You can't really tell. It's a dangerous alcohol. It's a dangerous one. Um I've used uh the international mm. bitterness units. Uh forty five. Mm. So, kind of surprising when you taste it. I don't really taste that much, but... It just must be because everything else is so smooth in there. Yeah. You know, they, they kind of offset it with a little mm-hmm. bit more hops. Mm. Okay, Glenn. This is, mm. this is good. Okay, so eight ninety nine. Malty, mm. high alcohol content. I feel like I should be sitting in front of a fire. Mid, uh, yeah, IBUs. Um, <laughs> we're going to get on that okay. next time. Okay, uh, What do you think? What do you think on the, the mustache twist scale, the official scientific empirical measurement of beer well okay so the price is pretty much a wash basically yeah. it's not really going to affect the score here right like, it's not like a, a good deal particularly right but i will say the 8.3 alcohol mm. you know that kind that, of that is up. impressive because normally you know you have a, a beer that's a little bit more a little higher in the alcohol content mm-hmm. you can tell mm-hmm. and this one you can't um yeah. i don't know uh, I, I think i would at least give it an eight maybe mm-hmm. yeah i was thinking 8.3 myself okay yeah I would say I'm pretty impressed with this one. Yeah, high alcohol content, um, which doesn't make a good beer. No, but the fact that it's it, it's a little bit of stronger beer. Yeah, it tastes good. It's got a good malty taste. It's not too spicy. It's not too bitter. Um, we already talked about my my affection for non super spicy bitter, right? Uh, holiday beers, right? But you can have a good spicy bitter holiday beer. But mm-hmm. some some people kind of just start throwing things in there just to see what happens. Yeah, to and be it's not gregarious. I mean, right. you know. Uh, so this is, and I like the description that falls in there somewhere. So I'm saying the eight point three. I, I would say eight point three. Okay. Uh, which actually, uh, ironically, mirrors their alcohol content. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that's what we're gonna go off for from now. Okay, Glenn. Yeah, I, well, uh, I, I was gonna say. Uh, oh, the other thing I like about this, a mm-hmm. uh, little tagline in the in the right down here. It says "Ho ho whoa." Oh, that's that's nice. Nice. Touch. And I then like also, if I did, I don't know how many beers are like this. But this beer is sellerable for three or more years. Wow! So you could like stock up on it yeah. for the year. And uh, I should I should add this uh, this beer was brought to my attention by a good friend John Ingle, mm. who uh, had dinner with he and his and, and his girlfriend Bethany. So mm-hmm. good friends. Anyway, yeah. It's it's not there. I just want to give a shout out to John. Like Thank source. you, John. Yeah. It's a good call. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like this one, I, and I remember last year liking it. Uh, Glenn, let's look up on beersnob.com okay. uh, what the old Jubilation Ale rates at. Um, and <laughs> okay, um, these guys, these guys, they're always a little bit off. They you just, know, I don't know if it's too. They're, they're they're normally too high on the scale. Is kind of what I'm the vibe I'm getting. You know yeah, I mean? everything's uh, everything's a little bit too. Depending on how snobby the beer has a potential to be. 
you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is the 8.3 right. alcohol by volume. It's a, it, you know, there's there's a snob factor there that could that could go up. If it's a pretentious beer, it's going right. to, if it has some weird ingredient It has in those it, characteristics. It, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, the um, beer, the oh, sorry, the beer snob uh, score <laughs> uh, is an 87. Uh, but the bros, the bros, the bros um, said ninety, outstanding. Yikes! Okay, so I, I, I wouldn't. I don't think that's too far off. It's not too far off. You know, I think they're they're probably getting closer to adopting the official scale, the MTS scale. Which, they're listening. That well, you know, they're listening. I, they can't ignore us forever, Glenn. Mm. Science and reason cannot be ignored forever. Their arbitrary scale that they're just pulling out of wherever. I don't know. I don't know where their scale comes from. But ours is the Not official science. empirical scientific scale for beer rating, uh, and eventually they're going to come around, and, and it'll 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 get, it all get sorted out in time, Glenn. You know, I'm not worried about it. Well, uh, history will speak for itself, and the MTS will reign supreme. That's right. Yeah, uh, as as I would expect. So anyway, Glenn. Okay, so they're a little bit off. Uh, try the old Jubilation Ale from Avery. I highly recommend it. It's very good. It's got the 8.3. From me, Glenn's got the 8.0, so we write in the middle. Well, yeah. we gotta do after the calculations, everything like that. We figured out that that actually adds up to an 8.15. <laughs> yeah, we 81. 81.5. 81.5. 8.1. 8.3. Oh, yeah, yeah. 8.15. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, all right, Glenn. Uh, moving on. Let's uh, let's get this. Let's get the train back on the tracks. Time to talk about some interesting posts at gentleman.com in the last week or so. Okay, Brian, first up. I think this is the first time uh, this gentleman member has, has something on the podcast here, but mm-hmm. Do Tattoo. Yeah, that's a good name. I like that. Um, yes. Thanks for posting this, Do Tattoo. Uh, we dig it. It's a really good post. It's actually very informational. Yes. Like, a lot of, like, there's some really good information here that actually made me think uh, pretty deeply about stuff. In particular, knives. Right. The, 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 the title of the tack is How to Choose the Perfect Survival Knife, Six Features to Look For, and it is from... The website of Art of Manliness, our good friend Brett over there mm-hmm. running a... We don't talk about Art of Manliness enough. We don't. The, he was a pioneer in the manliness website genre. Yes. yes. Uh, you know, making trails for stuff like Gentleman.com. So to, a the, tip of the cap to, to, to Brett br- yeah. for sure. Um, okay. Well, yeah. This is uh, So this article is all about how to pick a survival knife, Glenn. And when I, when I think about survival knife, I think of like... The old school like um, karate magazines I used to have when I was a kid. Hang on, there's like a what karate magazine? There's like a there's like a half page ad for like the Rambo knife, and it was like <laughs> it had it always had a compass at the end of it, and it was like yeah. you, you unscrewed yeah. the compass had and it had like twine and like matches yeah. and like all this stuff, you know. So I started reading this article and I started thinking, well, this is going to be stupid. Like yeah. I have no need for a compass you know knife thing like that i was all excited about when i was 10 years old but this is actually a serious article where this guy is like no this is a serious thing you should pack a knife and it should be like has these specific characteristics right um and this is pretty cool because he actually says that he packs it in all his um not carry on obviously right check luggage right uh but he just basically says like hey there's been like uh, he says like 50 years ago there was like 10 um terrible disasters and now now yearly there's 90 you know so yeah. we're seeing these kind of cataclysmic uh worst case scenario disasters more and more and more 
God forbid you're actually caught in one of them. But if you are, you're going to want to have stuff like this uh, just in case. You know? Right. The uh, the whole um, prepping prepping culture has kind of sprung up out of that. that yeah. You know, mm-hmm. There's a lot of carryover here. But, yeah, this is a cool article. Um, I, I also, too, I, I, when I first saw it, I was like, ah, you know, I need to get a big knife that can do stuff. You right. Know, mm-hmm. Big deal. But mm-hmm. reading the article was pretty great because... Um, like for example, I didn't I didn't really think about the fact that you know pocket knife is way different than a survival knife because pocket knife if you have any sort of joint mm-hmm. that's a weakness right. you can't do stuff like you know cut cut wood for a fire or a shelter or something like that right um, you know there's, but it has to be small enough the blade has to be small enough that it can be you know can finesse things like mm-hmm. um, with wood and things like that so it was it was a great article and. Um, yeah, he basically talks about the the most important attributes of a survival knife, and it's things that you wouldn't even imagine. I mean, no. he's talking about how it, it doesn't need to be bigger than a certain size because you have to be able to cut like small game and stuff like that. Yeah, if you need small to, games, yeah. you can't have this big knife, but it also needs to be big enough so that you can like chop through some firewood to make kindling if you have to, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, no joint is good, and full tang is good. Uh, all one piece of steel is is preferable. Right. Um, all these attributes. Anyway, yeah, he even takes the knife apart and shows you what it looks like yeah. on the inside. I mean, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's a great article, uh, really informational, and I, I feel like this. I, I'm gonna have to get a survival knife now and just have it I, around. I definitely want to have one. Now, you know, too. just because it's like it's a it's not an expensive buy. It's super cheap. But imagine being in that scenario where you actually need something like that and you don't have it. I mean, it's like the one thing that you would want to have is a really good blade to to actually survive you know yeah um glenn on my bookshelf i've got a book that's all about survival really um have you read it i i you know i thumbed through it mm. but the reason why i keep it glenn, it's not gonna cut it brian it's it was it was uh it was written by a british it's like that they're analog of like navy seal basically oh, uh special 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 forces yeah special forces. Uh, um, uh, british like matter what is it the queen's i don't know yeah but anyway is the point, by bear grills the point is like this guy no oh okay this is this is like a real like for whoa, real whoa, whoa, whoa. for really real real like actual uh british special forces We're guy spar here that is you know, he he's like I, I think his credentials are like he taught people how to like survive oh, nice. you know stuff like that. So he has like some legit credentials, mm-hmm. and it's all about the whole book is like how you survive like if you are out in the middle of nowhere, and it's like every detail of everything from like setting traps to catch game to eat, uh, building you know fishing poles you know to like starting fires without any materials you know like all this stuff. Wow. So. I keep that on my bookshelf just in case, you know, I need to, you know, yeah. something happens in my house, I got the book. Yeah. I just go get the book, thumb through it, like, oh, this is how I catch some yeah. some wild rabbits, you know? In the back 40 over exactly. here. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Glenn, I think these things, people make fun of people that that prepare for situations like this, but I think it's serious. Like, I think you probably should have some preparations for stuff like this. Having yeah. a big knife, a book, some water, and some canned food, I feel like, is... Not insane. You don't have to get crazy. I mean, no. even if there's like a tornado. Like, how is that exactly? Different? I mean, you know, we live in the part of the country where there's tornadoes all the time. Mm-hmm. People get stuck, you know. Yeah. I, I think that's less of a thing now than it used to be, but still, yeah. like, yeah, I think I read another article on Artemelius that had, was talking about how, Brett was talking about how he had started prepping, you know, like, a mm-hmm. um, bunch of water jugs in the basement. Just right. stuff like that. Like, you know, yeah. I don't think that's crazy. 
That said, there is a point where it does become crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is true. Some people push it over the line. Right, right, right. But like anything, yeah, exactly. But, <clears throat> but yeah, I think the general concept is spot on. You exactly. not hurt anybody? You know? No. What, what is it? What is it? Yeah. What's Jugs of water never hurt anybody. Nope. Except when they're dropped on them. Yeah. Like uh, in the ALS challenges. Yeah, that, exactly. Those awful videos. That went horribly wrong. Um, so, <laughs> uh, anyway. So, check out Art and Manliness. Uh, thank you to Do Tattoo. Do Tattoo. Um, for a good... I'm going to go... I'm actually... Thanks to his tack, I'm going to go out and actually buy a survival knife. I thought you were going to say Mountain Dew. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that. that's great. Yeah. It's a great post. Yeah. Made me really think about, you know... Having the necessary supplies, I'm going to go out and buy a survival knife. And you should, too. I will. All right. Next up, our good buddy El Sueco is bringing the heat. Oh, man. On this? This guy is like... Yeah, he's like Jose Canseco. He is. Like... I mean, let's overlook the steroid thing. Yeah, well, okay, we'll just go strictly by the numbers. No. He's, well, he's the Jose Canseco. We don't know. He's posting a lot of stuff. I mean, like, well, high performance. Oh, oh. High performance tax on gentleman.com. Oh, you're saying there might be... Oh, look, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm not making any allegations. El Suico, this juicing. Is, you're sullying his. I'm not going to say anything. We've got a juicing. Ju- <laughs> we might have a juicing controversy on uh, gentleman.com. Trying to figure out what the equivalent would be on online uh, posting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, his, his, he's he's had an inordinate amount of high high light tax. I so well, but with with tax like these, it's easy to see why, Brian. Because it's true. It's this true. next I one, mean, they're high quality. You know? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Yes, this this one he's posted is titled um, "Man Finds Over a Hundred Creative Ways to Use Ex-Wife's Wedding Dress." And what really got me, Brian, mm-hmm. what really got me is yeah. the lead image, which is a man in a uh, white wedding dress with the veil on his head, and he's out in the middle of the woods in the snow hunting. Right. So he's using it as camouflage. Right. It's it's actually pretty yeah. pretty brilliant. Um, I will say that. So this article has lots of images. Just a, a lot of mm-hmm. you know, we, you can scroll through and look at them. Yeah. We typically don't. Include articles like this because it's hard. It doesn't really it's hard translate to that well. It doesn't. Yeah, but you have to go see it. But the thing is, is that the ingenuity of this guy, yeah, is insane. This is this is this is an amazing. This is great. This is really <laughs> okay. So this guy was married to this lady for twelve years. Uh, he was heartbroken um, because he left. He, he she walked out on him and their two children. Um, and and as she was kind of taking her stuff back from from their house, uh, he happened upon her wedding dress, and he asked her like, "What should I do with your with your wedding dress that you got married in?" And she replied, "You should do whatever the f you want to do with it." And so he did. He took that he took that advice to heart, and he. Um, I think him and some of his buddies basically. I think you know, and the thing about this is, it's kind of a release for this guy. Clearly, you know, yeah. he's him and his buddies basically used it as a joke to um, to kind of have some levity about the situation about him getting divorced from this lady. Uh, and she, after apparently after seeing some of the images, she she replied that uh, he should go get some counseling. Uh, I think this is counseling, but this is pretty awesome. Um, you know, the first the first kind of ones are <laughs> kind of rudiment. I mean, uh, one of them is him, is him dressed up as a superhero, right? With the uh, the wedding as a cape or the wedding dress as a cape. Um, we see him dressed in a crazy Halloween costume with uh, as like a dead person with somebody carrying the. <laughs> The uh, the back of the wedding dress behind him. So, th- this is a great one. Okay, yeah. So he he takes it is. He, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no. no. He yeah. he, uh, he goes to the beach, right? 
And he takes the wedding dress and he finds a table with one of the umbrellas, right? Mm-hmm. And he it takes off the umbrella and instead puts the wedding dress over the umbrella. Yeah. And so he's just basically lying under a shaded wedding dress. Yeah, he's using the wedding dress to shade him from the sun. But the picture's great because everybody else, they're looking at him a little bit. Yeah. And they don't really know what's going on. And I don't know. It's just one of those things that... He used it to shine various things. Uh, he used it as a, uh, a way to... Uh, what's the barber? The the thing that, that uh. shields the... the, the the people he's cutting the hair from, from the hair. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that's called. He uses it as a uh, Christmas... Yeah. It's, it's almost Christmas time. There we he uses go. it as a Christmas tree um, skirt, <laughs> uh, which is awesome. Glenn, what I want to know about this is that this whole thing, it says go cats. I don't like, know. Maybe he's got a Denver re- hat on. Maybe Denver a Broncos re- hat. <sighs> cats. Man, he could be... I don't know. Is that a slang for Wildcats for your Kansas State Wildcats? I, that's what I think. It says "Go Cats" on there, I but just, it's red. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That could maybe be, that's Wildcats, like Arizona. Could be Arizona Wildcats. I don't know, Glenn. But the point is, this guy found several awesome uses, and he he made a really good. It's a really good like idea at how to kind of you know just relax a little bit and have some fun with a very serious situation that happened in your life. You know what I mean? I'm sure this idea kind of helped him, you know, kind of move on from from a very difficult situation in his life. Absolutely, and it looks like he got a book deal out of it. Oh, there's cool. a there's a he's got a book over on his website, myexwifeswedingdress.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, uh, he and the ex probably aren't on good terms. No, I would say not. Uh, but you know, there are worse things in the world when you have something terrible like that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully she can look back on the day, or on the day. On, she can look back on the uh, on his, <laughs> his decision exploits. to yeah. uh, you know sully her wedding dress. <sighs> but hey, she told him. Mm-hmm. She said, "Do whatever you want with it." Do you think this is one of those situations where, you know, like there's that constant, you know, I know for me, my wife says one thing and I interpret it another way. Mm-hmm. Like maybe my, just a misunderstanding. If my wife says something and I take it literally. Mm-hmm. And I act based on the literal interpretation. Right. It usually never works out very well for me because I was supposed to read deeper into. Right. So maybe right. she didn't really mean what she said mm-hmm. literally, but he took it. Maybe this is what. Yeah. Could this be why they had marital issues? Maybe. Maybe. I, maybe. Well, I don't want to read. Maybe too when far she away. was like, "Do whatever you want with it," and he's like, "Oh, wow! There's a lot of stuff I could do with this. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. This is awesome. I can use it for a sled in the summer <laughs> or a sled in the winter." She's like, I was thinking, you know, put it in storage or, right. you know, put it in a Throw thrift it. store. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe she was like, we could get back together. You know, maybe we could use sure. the wedding dress again. Maybe we could. <laughs> right. And, I don't think that's probably what she Oh, uh, okay. I well, don't know, Glenn. That was right. clearly not one of the uses. Well, anyway, Glenn, I applaud this man for his intuitive use of a <laughs> wedding dress that he probably paid a great deal of money for. Yeah. And I, so he's really reaping the benefits getting, of it. Getting his money's worth. Exactly. Um, Which, Yeah. Well done, sir. Yeah, why not? Okay. All right, Glenn. Well, uh, it's time for the next tack that we're going to talk about today. The last tack. Or mm-hmm. the next tack. Excuse me. The next tack. The, the, next the last tack. Whatever. Brass I don't know. Tack. Who knows? The brass I don't know. <laughs> who knows when we're going to talk about this. But a guy who hasn't... We haven't talked about him in a little while. 
Well, it's, been, it's not. It's only been a few episodes. Oh, is it really? Okay. Uh, I wish there were more of this guy. On your keister. On your keister is 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 an incredible. He's you know. I miss him. Yeah, we I go know. way back. Yeah, he's he's been around for a long time. From the he's beginning, posted awesome stuff for a long time on your keister. Thank you for posting great stuff to gentleman.com. All of our members love it. Yes, including us, including the people that started the site. So right, and and this one, this tech is high karate men's aftershave. The original. The original high karate formula. And so I didn't... So, okay. I didn't know about this either. Okay, I didn't... Yeah. But high karate was a type of aftershave mm-hmm. made popular in the 60s and the 70s. Mm-hmm. And what made high karate so uh, popular was their commercials. They were basically... They were like the precursor acts, Brian. They had these commercials where the guy had aftershave on and he'd show up at this lady's house... And uh, she would say, hey, how's it going? Oh, you smell. What's that smell? And so he has to, like, use karate. Oh, nice. To, like, keep her away. Right. And so, uh, you know, so they have these great commercials. How about a movie tonight, huh? Wow, what's that aftershave you're wearing? You high karate aftershave is so powerful, it drives women right out of their minds. That's why we have to put instructions on self-defense in every package. High Karate, the brisk splash-on aftershave that smooths and soothes and cools. High Karate, aftershave, cologne, and gift sets. High Karate, be careful how you use it. Well, and it says here that they would use uh, Joan Jitsu or Kim Fu. Kim Fu. Uh, to, you know, as the, you know, as to keep the ladies away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to be aware right. of the martial arts mm-hmm. to uh, have this, uh, to, to be able to partake in this cologne or this aftershave because right. you've got to be careful. You know, you can't have, the ladies get a little crazy when you put the high karate on. Yeah, um... I love the name of it, high karate. Yeah, you know, and like the the ingredients and like the idea of it, the whole thing. I, whoever I don't know, like this is this is like some small company that's like re right re releasing this. Yeah, Axe needs to get a hold of this and re release it as like Axe needs to do this. Yeah, they like, should. They need to like make it like big time, like huge. The thing is, they should. Right. The thing is, is that this this the Vermont Country Store is selling it for. Basically forty six bucks. That's a lot of money for an app. Which is like holy crap. Four times, three times what Axe costs. Maybe three yes. or four times. That's very expensive. Okay, um, <laughs> but you know, you see the results. All right, I've yeah. seen the commercials. That's true. I know it can work. It's true. It's true. Um, so okay, but yeah, the ingredients were were a little were a little curious. Uh, yeah, uh, lavender. Okay, I've heard of that. Basil. All right, uh, geranium. <laughs> Um, Isn't that a flower? Rose and patchouli. So, like, hippie and flowers and lavender and basil. So, mm. I, I, you know, I just... Basil. Yes. Okay. Just, oh, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's a curious set of... <laughs> I mean, I'd have to look... I'd have to dive into, like, old spices. Like, how does it differ from, like, the old school I've old never spice. read the ingredients to any of that stuff, you know? Man. So I don't know. I don't my, know. I mean, when I was in uh, when I was in third or fourth grade, my grandpa. All right, he had old or brute. He had brute. brute. Always put on the Remember brute, the right? Brute. Yeah, like the the green bottle, right? Mm-hmm. So when yeah. I go to grandpa's, yeah. I'm like, I look yeah. at the brute. I like unscrew it. Like, oh man, that's what a man smells like. Yeah, you know. And I put it yeah. back. So somehow in fourth grade, I procured a bottle of brute, right? And I lathered that stuff on. Oh yeah. And I finally, finally, I went to school. Like I was, 
you know, I was like, oh, <laughs> ladies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how's it going? And uh, eventually somebody said something like, dude, you smell like <laughs> like an old man. You smell really <laughs> strong like an old man. you got to tone it down or yeah, something. Right. And I thought the whole time that the ladies were loving it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Glenn, I hope this doesn't happen. Glenn, Glenn, let me stop you there. Okay. Because I had an almost carbon copy experience. <laughs> as I was part growing of growing up. up. It is. So, I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So, slightly advanced. More advanced than you were. Right. Maybe in fourth grade. Uh, but, you know, we had, uh, we had, it was elementary school. We had our discussions about body odor. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's early on. The teacher on, finally you know, says. Like, let's, yeah, let's, you know. You guys got to be aware of body odor. You got to have deodorant. You got to, you know, whatever. Take showers. Take your showers and stuff like that, you know, whatever. So, you know, told my parents, like, yeah, they're talking, you know, we should be wearing deodorant, you know, all this stuff and, like, whatever. And, you know, body's changing, all this stuff. So, my parents, you know, my parents were like, yeah, whatever you want to get, you know, whatever. So, I went and got the bottle of Brute. Yes. From the... Wait, wait, not deodorant? No, 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 no. No, the aftershave. The aftershave brute. So the fifth grade Brian, yeah, went and grabbed the green bottle of brute. You know, because that's what I thought, you know, oh, this is, yeah, I like this, you know? So I throw that in the shopping cart, that's you right. know? Uh, and God bless my parents for just going along with All it. Right, you know, Brian, <laughs> if you want the brute, fine, you get the brute. <laughs> so I brought it lovely. home. Uh, you know, like probably Home Alone style. I like woke up in the morning. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Went to went to school one day, and uh, I think it was like the first day I wore it or something like that. Sitting in the front row of class, teachers like, there's a, t- a girl teacher. She's yeah, like, yeah. Brian, <laughs> are you wearing aftershave? And I, I was so embarrassed. I was like, uh. No, no, no! I'm not wearing aftershave. No, it's cologne, my yeah, lady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so very similarly, yeah, I had, I had the same experience. So I, I, was, yeah. I, I want to say mine was on the playground, which is probably a little bit less embarrassing. Yeah, this um, was in front of everybody. Man. You know, uh, I was I was publicly shamed for my brute wearing. Well, you shouldn't have been, Brian. I shouldn't go, have been. Why, where has it been? I haven't. I, I don't know. Get a bottle, a brute, a brute. Yeah. This was this is what high karate immediately reminded me of. It was brute. brute. Yeah, and it's green, green. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, that big green bottle. My grandma, my grandma uses like the old school old spice deodorant. Oh Not yeah. Not like the newfangled smells like roses and kittens. I'm talking about like the stuff that'll burn your arm hair off. Oh. Yeah. So like, there's a it's there's always like two it. different, like two the, different like scenarios. the classic scent. Oh. Like smells like old spice used to be like a th- like spice like old nasty spice. <laughs> well. Rebranding, you know. I guess it'll I do wonders for you. Strong enough for a man mm-hmm. and a grandma. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, Glenn. Well, well uh, that's kind of going off course. Sorry, yeah, Brad. Well, um, mm, that well, was the text for this week, right? Uh, so, Glenn, moving on. Um, it's time to talk about the toast from this week, Glenn. And uh, this is uh, the gentleman's toast for this week. Uh, this guy, uh, we hadn't we haven't talked about him before on the toast. And it's, it's an amazing uh, thing that we got this far in the podcast, episode 36. How, How did we not talk about Before we, we get to... But we could ignore him no more. That's because... Right. Um, was it was it Razorback? I believe it was Razorback. That shared yes. attack. Yep. That was a video of this guy. And not only did it blow my mind, 
I was laughing for so long after reading it. <laughs> uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> it, uh, right. The guy that we're talking about is Mike Rowe, and the tactic we were talking about is uh, a video of Mike Rowe that Razorback tracked down uh, from him and his days at QVC. Right. Uh, and I had no idea that he was a pitch man for QVC, uh, but it's... it's, it's the, what was it, it called? The Cat Sack? The Cat Sack. Yeah. Anybody that's ever watched QVC can attest to the fact that it's so ridiculous. I mean, these people are just trying to come up with every angle to sell you something on, you know. And Mike Rowe, if you can imagine Mike Rowe being in that position, <laughs> he obviously has a very unique take on it. And you can tell, like, a couple of sentences into his spiel on the cat sack that he just gives up. And he just starts ad-libbing, you know... Cats love sacks, you know, and it's just, it's hilarious. The, but the product, the product is an actual, it's just like a crinkly sack it that is. cats can crawl in. Right. But he does his best to tongue in cheek pitch it for QVC. Um, but, you could tell too that he's just like, I can't, this is like this surreal moment where right. like, I can't believe I'm talking about this right. on a TV. Uh, so, Micro, we wanted to give him a toast. Um, this guy, his, his early career was all about, basically a dare glenn it was he was right he went from being a classically trained singer where he and then he became like a crooner and then he there was a local opera company in baltimore which is probably a big opera yeah you know big big situation uh he just basically thought well i'll go give it a try i'll probably quit i won't make it you know whatever he goes does a tryout makes the opera he's in the opera uh, then him and his buddy that are in the opera are across the street having a drink at a place, and his buddy bets him 100 bucks he can't get a call back at QVC to go become a host at QVC. So he goes and does that. He gets a call. Not only does he get a call back, but he also becomes a very successful host at QVC, <laughs> which is subsequently like fired six times, apparently, according to his bio. He's been fired six times? He was fired like six times from QVC, but they rehired him because he was so... <laughs> it was like a love-hate thing because he was he, could, he couldn't do it. Oh, but yeah. He, but, you know, they he had was really the, good at it. Yeah. So they like frustratingly like had to keep him on. You but know? the ladies loved him. Yeah. So um, did the QVC thing. He had this weird dropout period and like where he was like hosting a couple of different shows and then he ends up doing dirty jobs and being the spokesperson person for all these different things and one of the things that you uh sent my way recently was a talk he did at what was like a ted ted conference or something like that it was actually like the day before we saw this tack too Mm -hmm. that i had seen it but yeah yeah the talk was all about how um it was a long talk it was Mm -hmm. it's fantastic you should go just google micro ted talk um yeah but basically the talk is about how um that the, the how important like working with our hands and doing basically dirty jobs is Mm -hmm. for our society and for us as humans. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I can't remember all the, all the details, but basically he was saying, you know, when you, when people think of jobs, they think of all the, the self-helpy, you know, advice. It's all, you know, follow your passions and do what you want to do and what you love. And, and he was saying, his argument is that it's a load of crap. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I remember somebody told me that, and I was like, I have no idea what to do with that information. Like, right. how can you go and, you know, what? how do I know what I love, you know? And, right. And uh, he was just basically talking about the fact that in doing dirty jobs, he's in front of the most, you know, the the worst jobs that you and I would think, well, the jobs that you would think and I would be absolute, absolutely terrible to do. You know, mm-hmm. picking up roadkill, 
um, circumcising sheep, you know, right. stuff like that. Like right. that's just not my ideal of like a resume builder, mm-hmm. but or anybody's. But the um, he was saying that these people are like some of the happiest people he's ever met because mm-hmm. because they get to work with their hands and they get to kind of be in control and you know use their their skills and 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 to be experts in their own way. Right, is very satisfying and gratifying. And Mike Rowe really strikes me as somebody, too, that, you know, his entrance into his career was basically just, like, betting with his buddies that he couldn't go do something, right. you know? Uh, and so he has his own experience of kind of finding his own way in his career, and he's been very successful at it. So um, I don't think probably yeah. ho- hosting dirty jobs is probably his ideal uh, lifestyle or whatever, but, you Pro- know. Probably one of the weirdest career paths ever. Yeah. Um, uh, opera singer mm-hmm. to... QVC to, to like late night show hosting right. thing and some to, like to in, dirty jobs to dirty jobs yeah pitch for like Ford and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's a he's a pitch man for Ford yeah so crazy yeah well anyway. done Mike uh, cheers to Mike cheers Mike all right Glenn uh, the fact that we're done with the the toast for this week Glenn uh, it makes me think that it's time for the. Um, <clears throat> Hot button topic, uh, and this week, Glenn, um, we're talking about it's, it's Black Friday, Glenn. It's it Black is Friday. Black Friday. It's Thanksgiving is Black Friday. We've avoided the topic this whole time, pretty much. We have, but uh, it's time to start getting into it. It's time to start talking turkey, as they say. Right. Um, and so, because we 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 film this live, right. We're also minimal edits, right? We're filming minimal. this live, so that means we're also minimal doing edits. our infamous. Hack Friday, Hack Friday this this week. Yeah, for the right rest, now for the rest of the country, <laughs> uh, it's Black Friday for Glenn and I. It's Hack Friday, right? And this is uh, this is the third an- anniversary of gentleman, right? Gentleman's birth. Glenn and I are working on a couple of different uh, top secret projects, right? And uh, we're excited about it. I'm fired up about it. I'm like, I'm bouncing off the walls, fired up about it. I'm ready to go, man. Are you, ready, are you, are I'm, you I'm serious? I'm ready to rip about down the walls. I'm ready to rip it down, man. They're fun ideas. You they know, are. We're excited we, about it. We, you know, not to belabor the point too much, but we like to have our whole our whole business, if you call it that, is built around having fun. Yeah, about doing fun stuff, finding ways to make fun of ourselves. Exactly, and not take ourselves too seriously. Right. Um, and so. Yeah, I mean, we get to work on projects that we love in our spare time, and you know, you know, it, it's Glenn and I. We like to make fun of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we we're very serious people. Yes, <clears throat> exactly. So total serious business. Anyway, Brian. Anyway, Glenn. I'm sorry to derail your trade of okay. thought. Okay. Well, we were talking about how it is the hot button topic, and the thing I wanted to talk about this week is that man. Okay, so um, first it was Black Friday. Yes. Okay. So the earliest days of the genesis of the uh, shopping spree. shopping sale around the holiday, Black Friday started as a a way to like get a like you know a spark on yeah. like Christmas sales, and then it was Cyber Monday. Okay. Right. Then it's like the internet got involved, and it's like okay, well we're gonna have our own thing, so it's like right. Cyber Monday or whatever. Right. And now. Everybody's doing their sales on like Thursday and on Thanksgiving. Th- on Thanksgiving at like six PM, and you can go to the store or you can do it online. For the most part, some of it you have to go to the store for, but then some of it not. And then like there's all these timelines. Like Walmart has this thing where it's like you show up at 
uh, Thursday at six, and then they have different deals at like ten o'clock. Right, and then they're shutting down, yep. and then like six in the morning the next day they have this deal. It's all complicated. You got to have like a you know those like football coaches they carry these like yeah. pads of yeah. like you know t- you know all these different have plays like the, have like the wrist yeah you got to have like the, the wristband and you like pop it up <laughs> seriously like so yeah so what's going and, on and, well even even more so I've noticed it like who was it Eddie Bauer keep it up with the reserve I have to you know mm-hmm. like, we, we we find all these deals and uh, like Eddie Bauer has Black Friday week Black Friday week okay so every day there's a different sale uh, no no I think they just have a sale this whole week okay. Yeah. Like everything in the store is up to 50% off. Well, I know that like Target and Best Buy and Walmart announced all their Black Friday stuff like three weeks ago. Right. The, uh, the, the other thing too is like they'll have Black Friday ads that are leaked, right? Mm-hmm. So there'll be scans uploaded of these Black Friday ads. Right. And then, which is, you know, you know, it's, it's pretty curious that these, you know, these, right. these scans, these scans show these perfect up. scans show up. Right. So people can salivate over them, right. you know, for weeks before the, and then, and then these scans are ha- like, okay, we have this Black Friday scan of Home Depot, right? Right. And, and then, oh, wait, no, no, it's live. All the sales are live. Like, oh, and they yeah. just like flip right. the switch somehow. And, okay. And so it's yeah. all, it's, it's craziness, Brian. Yeah. What is wrong with the world? Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm confused about like what, do they like make some deals with manufacturers or something to like I, I don't understand where all this comes from because how do they like okay th- these are such deep discounts Glenn how are they making money on this stuff I don't understand well Brian did we talk about this did we talk about this last week about about Black Friday we talked we touched on Black Friday last week alright let me tell you so I had to do some research for an article I wrote for American Express okay and do some writing every now and again right. for American Express mm-hmm. and the topic was over Black Friday and I don't actually. <laughs> I don't remember what the topic. It had to deal with Black Friday. I had some angle right. on it, um, and it was about the creeping back of the dates. Kind of the uh, same Black thing Friday as right now. We're talking about yeah, right. like, it's like all over the place now. <laughs> right, yeah. and so, well, no, no, it wasn't about Black Friday. It was about this, the Christmas sales, like sales being in. Okay, you know, just further. Like, when do people put Christmas stuff out? Like now, mm-hmm. it's like in June or something. You know, like it's right. nuts. Um, and the whole reasoning is behind it is is that one of the one of the one of the the reason Black Friday has its name is it's the day that stores go into the black. Is in they're ah, operating the debt up until that day. Generally, okay. because people make uh, an insane amount of money between Thanksgiving and ah, the New Year. Gotcha. So that's okay. that's the so they're doing this because they're the people are buying more and more. Like the numbers are crazy on how much money people have been spending. Yeah. Like, not just online, just in right. general. Right. In retail. At this time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the number just keep going up. So, re- mm-hmm. retailers are responding saying, oh, you want more opportunities for sales? Right. We'll give you more opportunities for sales. Right. Well, I'll start having Black Tuesdays. Yeah. And Mondays. And- yeah. Yeah. No, it, it makes sense. I mean, I like, like I think we talked about last week that I, you know, I've never been a Black Friday mm. shopper at all. Yeah. But I saw some of the deals and they caught my eye. And I'm not one to get like vexed by some temptress of a of a, <laughs> of a sale, you know. I'm like, ah, I don't need that sale, no problem, you know. I'll go, you know, whatever. But I, I was like, your where's elsewhere? It, yeah, it, yeah, it, it got a hold of me. It, mm, you know, the like evil a siren eye, song. You know, yeah, a siren song was like calling to me, and I was like, man. And then I started looking into it, and I was like, oh man, these things that I want to buy, they're all super discounted. <laughs> they're all right now, here. Like, now I'm ready to like go like. 
go to war, like fight anybody for over these sales. Like if I have to go to the store and they only have three of them, right? It's gonna be me or somebody else. It's gonna be me. You're probably gonna win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out though, Glenn, in modern times, that they've actually shifted from doing like the the you know get to the store uh, injury stuffers. <laughs> um, to to actually like uh, making sure that you can get the this, this, this sales online so that people, uh, you know, there's been enough like bad publicity around there, that you know the the perception that the deals are so limited. You know what I mean? Right. So they've had to shift the focus to like you can still get the deal, you just get it online, so you don't have to like go like take a take uh. a person in a wheelchair out, you know, to get your surround sound system, you know, or whatever. I want to say one, uh, maybe a few years ago, there was, I was looking, I was, I was needing something, mm-hmm. and so Black Friday was rolling, I think it was a monitor maybe, or something like that. That's how they get you, man. And I was like, oh, I need a monitor, oh, it's yeah. Black Friday, there's going to oh, be a sale yeah. somewhere, so I, I trolled all the, yeah. the the Black Friday ads and all that stuff mm-hmm. that had been leaked, and all that, yeah. so I knew what I was going to get, Yeah. and I woke up at like 6 in the morning, I got on my... You know, yeah. I'm so excited. I hopped yeah. over to my computer and I clicked it on, and it's like, oh, it's been sold out for like three hours. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's six in the morning. Yeah, it's barely Friday. Yeah, how can you do that? Yeah. Um, well, that's my thing. Is like, I don't want to show up at six in the morning at some store to like beat people out of the way to go buy something. I'm gonna, I if I need to pay an extra fifty bucks, I can do it. But if it starts to get a little bit more, if it's a hundred bucks, then I'm starting to think, well, I'm gonna show up. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but but now I think. But see, like the it's like the technology is caught up to my p- viewpoint, Glenn. Because now the stores are offering most of their deals online. You don't have to show up at the store at all. You just have to be up or, you know, whatever at a certain time and make the order online, and you get the deal, and you're good. Yeah, I mean, it's not as fun as it used to be. I guess. I guess there was a time where you were like. You had to show up, and you had to be there, and you had to like wait in line. I've never, you know, ever, ever gone. Near, in neither person. have I. Neither have I. And I wouldn't. I have family members that do this. I, I wouldn't do and it. I, it annoys me. I couldn't. I, I wouldn't do yeah. that just for a special deal, you know. But I was starting to think about it this year. I really was. Well, no, no, no. I mean, if you, I've done it too. Like, if, if you, you need to, something. You, yeah, if you need something, you start to think, I can save hundreds of dollars by doing this. But I'm you not going to. Even if I can, I'm not going to go to the store. If I can do it online, that's cool. But Yeah. And, and and I think that most of the online retailers are now like even the big box stores, Best Buy, Target, all those people are starting to like move towards a you can buy it online too, no big deal. Yeah. You know. Well, I can remember a time uh probably in the late nineties even, mm-hmm. my grandma and my mom and my sister would all go shopping on the, yeah. the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it wasn't Black Friday, it was just Hey, let's go shopping at the Friday right. at the mall, you know, right. after right. Thanksgiving, and, and uh, it's completely different now. Yeah, well, I want to say like you know my my dad uh, and my brother in law like they would you know uh, they'd go and like every every Friday after Thanksgiving the last five years you know since yeah. Black Friday's been going on they like just go out and my dad would buy stuff but it was like it was never anything that he actually like really needed it was like. <laughs> This is a really good deal on a GoPro so like, camera. It's like, Dad, what are you going to do with a GoPro camera? I'm like, I don't know. It was just a good deal. knee? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So anyway, That's I don't know, Glenn. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, plo, I'm pro Black Friday as long as it is online and people can avoid the injuries. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. But they're, I don't know. It's so... the semblance, I, I don't know if I am because the semblance of order is just not there. Like, there's just yeah. no... 
everybody's trying to one up the other. Every retailer's trying to one up the other retailer. Yeah. And you know, I've spent hours literally looking I, through Black Friday there's sales. So many trying to extrapolate the best deals for the things that I need the most, and it, and it it's a weird addiction because you start looking into one thing and you're like, oh man, I need to get a monitor too, and like I need to like find the best Black Friday and this, deal. This is what happens, right? Exactly. You get deep into it, and the thing is, is that I think I think prices maybe sound like consumer electronics, but I know for sure cars. Yeah, and lots of large cars. Yeah, are cheaper at the first mm-hmm. of the year because everybody's, you know, they've sold everything and now they're like, oh crap, we got this inventory, we uh, got to yeah. unload it. Yeah, so it's all a perception of what's a good deal and what's not. It really I mean, is. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. you could think you're getting the best deal on this Black Friday deal, and then think the reality of the situation is the first of uh, the first of this of the first of January, they could drop everything by. You know, another thirty percent. You'd never know the difference. You'd never know. All right, Glenn. So we just talked about Black Friday. It's you know, it is Black Friday. Yes, it's Hack Friday. Right. Um, As we're talking, we're shopping right now. Yeah, we're shopping. Um, we're out at Best Buy. But uh, now it's time for the uh, final segment of the show, Glenn. Already, it's already time for the uh, question from the gentleman mailbag for this week, Glenn. I love the gentleman mailbag. I do too. We get to hear from all the people out there, the the two people that listen to the show. Mm-hmm. We, we get to hear from all of them. One of them writes in. Uh, one of them writes in, and it's always an interesting question. It is, um, and I'm I'm excited about this one. You know, it's a Thanksgiving question. Thankfully. Um, I know you're a grateful Glenn Sansbury. Oh, man. Um, I'm a thankful Brian McKinney. And this is a great question. Uh, what's your best Thanksgiving tradition? Or what, 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 what tradition for Thanksgiving do you really appreciate? Well, Brian, right off the top of my head, mm-hmm. I saw this question and something sprang instantly to mind. Okay. Um, this hasn't happened in the past few years because my brother's been out of town. Okay. But back when... Uh, the brother was in town mm-hmm. probably f- since junior high up until a few years ago. Mm-hmm. We had a tradition where my mom would make homemade um, rolls. And these rolls are like... Right. You'd stab somebody in the back to get a handful of them. My aunt made rolls like this. Everybody's got something in their family. Yes. Yes. It's like the buttery, croissant yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So Ed and I, my brother Ed... Yeah. We would have a roll eating competition, all right? So throughout the day, we just keep tallying how many rolls we've had, right? All right? This so is we, awesome. So we have yeah. lunch, all right? Yeah. And we also... The sun- There's a lot of stairs across the table. Right, Like, right. you're like, oh. We, we keep tabs, right? Right. Hey, is, that, is that number 10? All right. Uh, and we also kind of keep tabs on who's eating more in general. Right. So, like, if somebody has 10 rolls but, like, a slice of ham. Okay. That's cheating. Yeah. So you we can't do that. You so gotta. you basically kind of keep tabs on how much the other right. person's eating. Right. But with particular emphasis on the rolls. Mm-hmm. Now, pie also factors in, too. Right, that's a huge... Yeah, they could, that could throw the whole Do thing into the Do you eat the chocolate pie or yeah. the cherry pie? Right. Chocolate and pie how is big so is dense. Slice. Yeah, right. exactly. Okay. So, all right. So, But the rolls are where it's at. This right. is This is the thing. Yeah. So, rolls. Gotcha. Man. So we would I'm do more. this, and then um, we would... Uh, after kind of it's all said and done... So Thanksgiving, I don't know if yours is the same way, but... We would eat lunch, and then we all kind of hang around, and then by the time supper rolls around, just heat up leftovers. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so sure. more opportunities for rolls. Right. You can still get Italian. Well, in right. between lunch and dinner, there's always a game of pickup one-on-one basketball. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is a recipe for disaster. Oh, it's always terrible. <laughs> um, and we try. We're so heavy laden with rolls. 
and yeast mm-hmm. and try to play a game of basketball. Mm-hmm. It is so bad and it is so much fun. I feel like the I feel like the like the three should be intertwined. You know what I mean? Like there's this. It's like a. It's almost like an Olympic thing where you like start and you like have a tally of like six rolls, and then you have the. Uh, you know, like uh, what's it's like a what's the uh, Olympic thing where they like do all the different events like the decathlon, decathlon, <laughs> right? The rollathon, right? So you you start with the rolls, then you do the basketball game. Whoever wins the basketball game, and then you like have the evening roll competition. Whoa. So you have like three different. You know, yeah, you have three different phases oh, of the competition, and there's no nothing set in stone, right? Because right. you know, it's all yeah. But we yeah, definitely still a, at the uh, end of the day, we both claim that we yeah. the other, that we each won. Yeah, exactly. And nobody can right. we fight over who won. And right, exactly. So anyway, that that's one of the traditions that we have Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. What about so you? Are you going to rekindle that? Are you going to? I would to love to, but yeah. my brother's been out of town. He's been living yeah. overseas. Uh, and Sounds he's, like he got scared away from your uh, look, your role. Your look, role. Fight. You didn't hear that from me, but yeah. <laughs> Our role playing, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It really. Uh, he took a trip down to South Korea. Yep, he traveled around the world to try to get away from it. I don't hey, know what Ed, happened on that last hey, roll fight. It's Thanksgiving, buddy. Yeah, I don't. Where are you? I don't know what happened that last roll fight, but uh, must have been a doozy. Well, there was. I don't think I've ever thrown up, but I. I, I know there have been times I wished, it, with all that is in me, that I could throw up. Just to get the agony over with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, you know, I see family. But really, it's all about the roles. Um, that's what I'm thankful for. All right. What about you, Brad? Well, we were talking about Thanksgiving traditions. Not what you're thankful for. But that works. That works. Lynn. That totally works. Um, Thanksgiving traditions. So, for me, uh, my tra- uh, we... I've always had a very good tradition, you know. Like I, I've, I've had family around the area that we go and we do our our, our yeah. big family thing, you know, whatever. But in recent years, I've been uh, just going and hanging out with my sister and uh, her husband's family and stuff like that, and doing a little little Thanksgiving get together or whatever. But the most thing, the thing I'm most excited about is I, I'm starting a new tradition this year, Glenn. Oh, I'm putting my stake down in the middle of the 50 yard line, and I'm starting my own tradition, Glenn. And this tradition is the Thanksgiving, uh, after Thanksgiving, okay? Well, yeah. It's sort of like a Thanksgiving slash, you know, whatever. But as soon as Thanksgiving's over, okay, mm-hmm. me and Laura are mm-hmm. going to come back here and we're going to decorate the hell out of our house <laughs> for Christmas. Oh, yeah. So as soon as, it, it's like a, it's like a coach's, the game's over, you know? Like, yeah. As soon as you eat that, that meal... Prep. As soon as you eat that Thanksgiving meal, Laura and I are coming straight back here on a bullet. And we're coming back here and we're decorating the heck out of this place for Christmas. It sounds intense. It's it's as soon as as soon as the last drop of, you know, stuffing hits my Whoa. mouth. You know, for Thanksgiving dinner, it's dead to me. It's Christmas time. And I'm coming back here and I'm claiming my house for Christmas. And I'm building out a immense Christmas village in my house. Seriously? I, Don't tease me, Brian. I, I'm telling you, man. I've been wanting to do this for years, but my wife, you know, let me. Laura's the same way. She's trying to. She's she's trying to pull me aside and say like, oh, I've we gotta, have reputable neighbors. Yeah, we, I've got to temper. I've got to temper your expectations. We can't have as much. We can't have as much. Uh, you know, as 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 much as we did Halloween. We can't do the Christmas Ooh. decorations as much. I, I, you know, look, I'm working on it. So you've got some you. steep pitches on your roof. What do we you do about the lights? 
Lights everywhere. Lights. That's what I'm talking about. Everywhere. That's what I'm talking about. Everywhere. Living room. Outside. Inside. Front, back. Bathroom. Down. I don't care. Put it out of the curb. I don't know. I don't know. Cellar. Everywhere. <laughs> anyway. So that's what that's I'm excited awesome. about. I'm excited about it. It's like uh, you, you, know, you go celebrate Thanksgiving with your family. You, know, you go do that thing. And then you immediately be like, all right, I'm out of here. Screw you guys. Screw you. Time for Christmas. Hey, I'll see you next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Time and for you, Christmas. And then you go straight home. Woo! Yeah. And you DX them. And then you go to... And you go to your house. And you set, and you set, up, the, uh, set up the Christmas decorations. I, I'm, and you watch them, you know. Watch some great Christmas. Oh, it's time, man. It is time. It's time. As, it's soon, as, as soon as Thanksgiving's over. I feel it. I've as, been waiting. I know. As soon as Thanksgiving's over, it's time to get after it. You know, that the uh, the the thing I love about Thanksgiving <laughs> is that... Well, okay. So, I, I'm a big fan of Christmas, right? I love Christmas season. Yeah. I can't stand people who start listening to Christmas music in October. Right. It just... it just Nope. I can't... I, ha- I do Thanksgiving, and right. then it's Christmas. Right. Like, I'm old school, whatever. And yeah, but Brian, I have to back up. You mentioned stuffing. Okay, mm, it was yes. one of the things yeah. you were talking about, right? You're a fan of uh, stovetop stuffing. <sighs> it's got to be like my top. Like, I, I think oh, that's probably like my, my biggest. Yeah, it's. I love that part of Thanksgiving. Have you ever had? No, no. Okay, so are you a purist where it's just like stovetop stuffing? No, 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 no. You'll no, try variations. I've had some very good stuffing in okay. my time. Okay. And it, it, it's not limited to stuff. Stovetop stuffing's fine. Mm-hmm. I've had some very good stuffing in my okay. time. Okay. And I'm all on board with that. Okay. So, at one point, in one year, I think my mom made this, like, um, there's, like, sausage in the stuffing <laughs> and, like, some sort of, like, cranberries. Oh, man. It was, it was heaven in a bird. Mmm. Or was it in the bird? I can't remember. At one yeah. point, I think it was in the bird. Stuffed. Stuffing. Yeah. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Thanksgiving things are dangerous. Yes. Unless you know what you're doing. Right. You don't want to stray off the beaten path. Let me just let me just PSA this. Okay. 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 Because there is somebody in my midst that... There's two of us here, Brian. Well... I'm talking about in my Thanksgiving miss. Okay, 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 okay. That tries to alter the recipe for gravy. Gravy. Well, hang on. There's a lot of different types of gravy. What kind of gravy is sanctioned gravy here? Okay, we're talking about Thanksgiving gravy. Brown gravy? Brown gravy. Okay. Okay? Okay. Let me, let me just say that one of the main ingredients to the gravy yes. is eggs. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Wait, no, oh, no, oh. You're to saying- this week, to this gravy. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, are they <laughs> cooked? Yeah, sort of. Uh, yeah. There's. Are they so fried? The point is, Glenn. I, I I've come to understand that when you're when you're doing a, a group Thanksgiving, you have to be aware that sometimes people cavalierly Ooh. take charge of some ingredient, thinking they're gonna like foodie it up. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Add some eggs in the gravy, okay? Don't do that. This is my ginger-infused... Exactly. Uh, you know... No. Cranberry sauce with... At Thanksgiving, <laughs> leave it. What about Christmas? Leave it as it is. Leave it. Leave it. Let the classics live, Glenn. Let them Turkey, live. Stuffing. You don't have potatoes. to... Potatoes. 
gravy. You don't have to do anything crazy. You don't have to do anything crazy. You don't have to get off the wall with stuff. You don't have to put eggs in the gravy. That's crazy talk. I'm really confused about this. So are the eggs raw? Like, is it pork? no? They're they're cooked. It's How just, are they cooked? I don't know. Oil? I'm not sure. I'm not privy to that knowledge. I don't know. I don't know how they're cooked. I know that there are like egg parts how does it, in the gravy. How does it pour out? Is it like all chunky? It's chunky. It chunks out. It's like, it chunks out of a it's yes, like egg saucer. Drop, egg drop gravy? Yeah. <laughs> With this, yeah. So it's very confusing and upsetting. Hey, I'd still eat it. I, 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 I still did. I still did. I still eat it. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Glenn. Uh, you, you don't have to try hard. No, you don't. You, you just got the beauty of it. Okay, it's it's all about respecting the design of the classics. You know, you talk about stuffing. You talk about gravy. Cranberry you talk sauce. about cranberry sauce. Needs to be in the shape of the can that it came in. Exactly. Well, you, what were you saying? Like, cranberry sauce is really good on, you know, whatever. And I might disagree, but that's a classic. Have I'm you not, not had cranberry sauce on turkey? We talked about this last year, Glenn. Oh, we I talked about I it last, last year. year. We talked about it. You said, You like, can't bring yourself to do it. Uh, the, exactly. We talked all about this. But I'm saying, Ryan. but my point is that this, <sighs> is that that's a classic. Cranberry is a classic. sauce is, is a classic. classic. That's not a weird, like, egg into the... Gravy thing. That's a. <laughs> it's a classic. Cranberry it's my sauce. Sriracha, is, soy sauce, egg gravy with uh, yeah. basil. And it's a classic. I can't disagree with that. It's a classic. Cranberry Matt sauce Masters. at Thanksgiving is a classic. Yes. Don't 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 try to mix with the classics. Don't mix with it. Okay. Just leave it. Prime. But seriously though, you have got 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 to try cranberry turkey, sauce, turkey, mm-hmm. and just slather some cranberry sauce on top of it. Glenn, just try just a little, just just step up. You will be a changed man. Glenn, you're the yin to my yang. I will, <sighs> I love you like a brother. I will try the cranberry sauce <gasps> on the turkey because you suggested it. Just have to be a little bit. Just, a, just. A I will do bit. it. I don't want to do it, but I, I will. Look, I, I, okay, we had the cranberry sauce out. Okay, I must have been in high school, right? Mm-hmm. We had it out. I'm like, who eats this crap? This stuff <laughs> right. is worthless. Cranberry sauce. It's just what like it's like it? it's like fruit. It's like a it's like a uh, oh, what's that? What's that ubiquitous bread? People white give bread? It, no, <laughs> well that is very ubiquitous. Yeah, uh, people give it Christmas. Uh, uh, fruit. It's like a joke. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about the yeah. the bread, the loaf of whatever. <laughs> anyway, wow. Anyway, so. Cranberry sauce serves no purpose, right? right. I, so I thought. Right. And then one day, I saw my grandpa, like, you know, and I was like, that's what you're supposed to do with it? And he was like, it's cranberry sauce. What right. else would you do with it? And right. Like, you're right. What else would I do with it? Right. I tried it. I was changed. Wow. The f- they just... The sweet and the turkey. Huh? The, the, it's every... It, it, it just... You just, just no describing it, all right? Okay, Glenn. I uh, mean, I, I love gravy on my, on my turkey. That's yeah, great, that's, too. That's my go-to. Turkey and cranberry sauce. Okay, I'm telling you. All right, it is. So now, when you when you go to Thanksgiving dinner, do you like put all your turkey out and then you do you like put cranberry sauce on it, or is that just like a particular thing you do like to the side? Uh, it depends on how I'm feeling, right? If I if I see the gravy there and it right. doesn't have eggs in it, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> probably get some gravy. So right. you know, but yeah, at least half of the turkey. Like I'll get I'll get like one it's, thing it's of a turkey. Portion. Right, yeah. right, right. But I gotta, I gotta have the. I mean, oh, dude, so good. I love 
I love Thanksgiving. I used to, when I was a kid, I, I was not big into Thanksgiving meal. Like, you know, like I wasn't big into just it. Just a precursor to Christmas is what you thought? Well, I just, I don't know what it was. I wasn't a big into like the food that was all involved with it. And I think as, as I've gone on along in life, like I've just, like I've got like more of an appreciation for every part of it. Oh. And, you know, the stuffing, the turkey, the gravy, the mashed potatoes, like all of it is the like pie. a it's like a harmony of deliciousness. Mm. Green I'm, bean casserole. Yeah, oh. that's a classic. For, that's probably a Midwestern thing. I don't know. I don't care what. I don't care if yeah. you started it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end it. Yeah. All right. Right. That's a good. Yeah, the green bean See, casserole. The 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 or do you ever have like the orange salad with like it's like orange Jello with mandarin oranges in it. Oh and yeah. Like the the fro- the putting like frosting on top. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think it's like actually whip topping. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. not sure, but. Yeah, I wonder. I'm, I'm oh, actually interested man. into like you know as many um, dishes that we get posted at gentleman.com like, like you know, or sorry, not not dishes, uh, infographics. Yeah, posted at gentleman.com. I'm I'm really interested in the actual like Thanksgiving meal dishes that are regional to particular areas. Yeah, because I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that the green bean casserole is like a Midwestern <laughs> Just thing, like Kansas. <laughs> yeah, basically. I don't know. My relatives are from Missouri. Yeah, probably, probably Midwest thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, all I know is that it's it's single handedly saved French's Onion Company. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh yeah, every yeah every November comes around. They're like, oh we're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Black Friday, <laughs> right? Special deal. Um, okay, Glenn. Well, we've talked way too long. Wait, <laughs> way too long on that subject. Um, but. Glenn, you know, that was just, that was episode 36. That was, wow. We're going to be over over the hill soon. Well, we're already over the hill. That's true. 36. I mean, we're on the wrong side of 30. That's you know true. What I mean? Wrong Dr- side of 25. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's a bummer, Glenn. It's well, all downhill from here, which is pretty could sad. Be, because could be worse. It could be worse. It could be worse. But I was going to say it's pretty bad because it's like, if it's all downhill from here, we're starting at like the lowest point, wow, and then we're trying Brian. to down, you know, go down slope. You know, it's like I don't know. Well, it's hard. It's a tough reality. I don't know. Yeah, it is. But maybe it's like the stock market, Glenn. <laughs> there you go. It's cyclical. You know, like all these people that are listening to us right now, like the one person that's listening to like mm-hmm. the end of this show mm-hmm. right now, they've invested so much in like us actually making them laugh at some point right what can we leave them with exactly so i'm saying like you know maybe there's going to be like this huge like boom up like top like double their value you know they're like you know they haven't yeah you know they've been like just they don't even know they just like invested everything in listening to the podcast to this point and it's let them down for like every every episode for 36 episodes well and then, like, episode 37 comes out, and at the very end, we just, like, kapow. Like, come out and just I was smack them in the face with the funniest thing they've ever heard. I was going to say, if they've held on this long, and mm-hmm. they're expecting life-changing... Right. I, I think I have something. I oh. think I have something, Brian. Okay. I, I don't want to... I've kind of I kind of saved this. I've right, kinda, you can't... I don't, it's, I, it's a... My family... It's an old family saying, all right? Mm-hmm. Um... But it's uh, but it's it's guided me well mm-hmm. through life. Okay, right? okay. So this is if you if you li- if you listen to this if you pay attention to it if you 
if you heed its warning, mm-hmm. you will go far in life. Right. Okay. Okay. So I like this. Right. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Okay. Follow where the husky go, but never eat the yellow snow. Wow. That. Wow. I mean, it's it's profound. Okay. It's profound. Wow. Uh. I don't even know what to say about that. Well, man. you know, I'm, most I'm, people don't when I tell them. I'm thinking, you know, this is this is going to be a, this is I, this is the first time I've heard this. Well, just so everybody knows, but uh, this is ex- tremendously exciting. I mean, because you know. because the huskies they have to pee, and you don't want to be that guy. Right. You can't follow them, right? And then right. The, but you don't want to, right? Yeah. But there's symbolism involved. Exactly. You know, the pee is it's a uh, metaphor for the. Uh, well, anyway, that was episode 36. Right. That was episode 36. Um, I'm already looking forward to episode 37. I do, too. I hope everybody else is. Yeah. Uh, episode 37 will be leading up to getting into the Christmas oh, man. scenario. We are... We this are place, the- Glenn, let me tell you something. This place is going to be transformed from how you see it now. By the time you're here mm. for the next episode, Hack Friday. Hack Friday. Um, it's going to look a little different. Yeah, we're we're not recording. This isn't Friday. No, we're not. This isn't live. Right, but we're gonna get there. But I will be here on Friday. We'll be at Brian's house right. on Friday. Hack Friday, and I'm excited. And I'm exactly excited on so many different levels. That's right. Oh, it's Christmas time, folks. Most wonderful time of the year. Most wonderful time of year. Uh, thanks for listening to the Gentleman Podcast for a year now. Wow! If you've, if you've made it through this this, this slogged yeah. through, I'll tell you what, if uh, yeah, this is a year and. A few, yeah, a few weeks probably. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope everyone has had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes, if you're in the uh, Western Forty, yeah, Western Forty. I uh, don't know the Forty, the Forty, the Fifty, <laughs> Fifty. How? What percent alcohol is this? <laughs> yes, yeah. there. Are 50, if if you're okay, yes. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, yeah, um, <laughs> have a happy Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving. If not, um, right. We'll we see you next week. We'll see you next week. Don't worry about any of this Don't stuff. worry about it. Yeah. Forget about it. We got Forget Christmas coming up. Yeah. Christmas is coming right around the corner. Yeah. All right. Well, Glenn, I am Brian McKinney. I'm Glenn Sansbury. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for listening to us. We will see you next time for episode 37. Drive safe.